Hello and welcome to the show. Yesterday we looked at a case study or looked at a scenario for people who um, the business they're involved in is uh, curated hampers and corporate gift giving in Lagos or Abuja or whatever part of the world anyway. But that's the business, curated hampers and gift giving. Now we looked at uh, business problems that these people uh, might face because we're trying to see how if you come at this with a uniquely sales-oriented and business development um, uh, frame of mind to see how we can solve what these problems are. And help, I was able to convince you guys that the problems that they face are the same sort of problems that all of us face, no matter the businesses that we are involved in. So we're better off for now, staying put where we are, trying to master the fundamentals and then we can take this um can take these um what's it called transferable skills into the next business that we're going to do so we're going to be better off trying to stay put where we are rather than starting off as a wedding photographer and then moving to something else or starting off as a lawyer and then moving on to something else or as a medical doctor and then moving on to something else um please don't take this advice to mean that i'm saying don't switch of course, you know, change is the only constant thing in life. I'm just saying that the same sort of problems that you're going to face, uh, the problem of uh, market competition, commoditization, how do you differentiate yourself, uh, supply chain issues, for those of you who deal with physical products, um, seasonal um, demand, uh, customer acquisition problems, retention problems, marketing, branding problems, operational efficiency, financial management, the same sort of thing that you're going to meet any, anywhere else. So if you start off as a medical doctor and then you give it a good go at solving these sorts of problems and then you master the fundamentals with sorting out these sorts of problems, then when you leave your medical practice and you decide to set up your wedding photography studio, you're going to be a better wedding photographer because as a medical doctor, you try to crack these problems. I didn't just assume that if I leave medical practice and I start up wedding photography, then life is going to be easy. So... um. Okay, so the first problem that we highlighted was uh, yesterday was market competition, or uh, the problem of differentiation, or this whole idea that the market is um, commoditized. Now, it's an easy guess that people in the curated hampers business are facing this problem because really everybody is facing this problem. If you sell mobile phones, your business is commoditized. If you're a wedding photographer, it's commoditized because there are hundreds of maybe thousands of people in your city who um, do the same thing. If you're a medical doctor, it's the same thing. Your business is also commoditized because there's a hospital, a private hospital, maybe even five or six in every single um, ward of a local government where you are in Nigeria. So everyone can complain that their business is being commoditized. So um, the solution is not to throw up your hands in despair and leave the business and look for another business. Because trust me, whatever business you run to uh, would also be commoditized. Um, except maybe if you do um, one of these things called uh, uh, BBL. Is it BBL or BB something? That's Brazilian butt lift. It's a cosmetic um, procedure. Um, popular in Nigeria where uh, women try to get their, um, what's it called? You know, the hourglass figure back. I understand that men also take the procedure as well because it helps to um, uh, trim the belly fat. Um, so... Uh, well, at least in Nigeria anyway, it looks like that thing is on the come up. Uh, there are some 
social media, uh, what are they called, gurus or health influencers or stuff like that who talk about these sorts of things. But that business, yes, that one doesn't look like it's commoditized yet because it's not as if there's a huge market in Abuja and then a huge market in Lagos and then maybe another person you can run to in Kano to do that and then stuff like that. But I can assure you, eventually, the rest of the market is going to um, catch wind that this is something lucrative. And before you know it, there's going to be somebody offering BBL services in the town near you. But until then, I guess you're looking for something where there's no um, commoditization. You know, start doing uh, Brazilian butt lifts. So, yeah, market uh, competition. Yeah, that's the first problem. So let's see how we can tackle that one first. But before we do that, I did some snooping around online because, like I told you guys yesterday, quite honestly, for me, this is a business that I find to be frightening because I'm not into the whole um, gifting thing. I have no sense of um, uh, style or... Sorry, one moment. Okay, guys, sorry about that. Um, I had to take a, um, I had to look in on uh, the baby. He's not feeling well right now. Um, I'm not sure if it's an allergic cold or something, but anyway, he's down with something. And as usual, I'm the first person who has um, caught it. So he's, yeah, he's at home with me. And uh, I had to just make sure he was okay because uh, it sounded like he was getting um, startled or something. Right, now we were at uh, market competition, yes. So I admitted that it's a business that I find, um, well, it looks difficult to me anyway, um, looking from the outside. So I figured I'd do some research just to try and get uh, me comfortable with um, the industry before I start um, parceling out advice about um, how to best go about it if I was involved in this kind of industry. So first of all, it looks like it's a market, um, global market. I find that really, really um, surprising because, you know, I see hampers at, Christmas, and I see hampers at, uh, what else, Easter, and I see corporate hampers once in a while, but I had no idea that there was money to be made in that business. Um, it looks like the global industry is about $482.6 billion. By the way, these figures are unverified. This is just me snooping around. So you want to do your own research, then um, uh, try and verify these figures. And some people think that the industry is going to make as much as uh, 570.5 billion in 2027. So those are the figures that I found. Remember, these figures are unverified and I am not a specialist in compiling market research and then uh, blah, de blah. So uh, caveat emptor, um, yeah, do your own research. Then, um, then it also looks like the hamper segment in itself um, is growing, which I find surprising because I've been seeing hampers since I was um, uh, a little toddler. Um, okay, well, not a toddler. Let's say primary school, basically, because uh, my mom was in uh, public. She was the PR manager for um, Hilton Hotel. Well, back then was uh, Nikon Noga. That's what it used to be known as Nikon Noga back then. So she was the first PR manager. So I was used to seeing hampers, you know, flowing in and out of the office, a few hampers passing uh, by uh, the house. And so I just assumed that hampers were actually um, old school technology. I assumed that hampers were um, dead or dying or going away. But it looks like it's a segment that actually is growing. And the reasons why? Uh, because of the convenience, because people are busy. And there are people who want quality gift items. And so it looks like that's the reason why hampers are still in existence. And I guess I can attest to that because um, last year, I think it was Christmas. Yeah, last Christmas, we actually did receive um, a hamper, um, a corporate gift uh, for my wife anyway. And there was some uh, nice stuff um, in there. Some fancy stuff. 
and also some nice stuff then uh let's see what else okay there's convenience then uh okay there's the personalization factor because you can put together these hampers for unique occasions i have seen not too many let's say one or two weddings where you do that sort of thing uh where um the stuff in the hamper you know whether it's the milk or the glasses or the wine or the chocolates or the whatever is personalized with the um, couple's faces so i guess it's something that can be done uh, for funerals as well uh, for those of you who are westerners listening to the podcast i know you might sound uh, that might sound um uh scandalous to you guys but in this part of the world it's, it's not a big thing if somebody lives to be 80 90 100 and the person dies yes it's tragic and yes the family will miss them but um, for most families and for most cultures in this part of the world it would be thought of as a celebration of life so i guess it wouldn't be a problem if you know grandpa dies at 110 and then uh, people go all mad and then uh, start giving hampers with um uh wine and uh with wine and uh, towels and uh, chocolate and um, whatever of course if they're a high class family if they're that kind of family so uh things have been personalized and then uh, we can offer a curated experience um, with these sorts of gifts. And so it looks like that's why the hamper segment is growing. So for those of you who grew up with hampers passing in and out of the house and seeing it in your parents' offices and you assume that it's um, old school, uh, for some reason, it's not. It seems to have survived for the last 40, 50 years. And um, the current market estimates look as if the, the business is still going to continue to grow. So I guess my former um, colleagues who are event planners who are now in the curated hampers and gift space, uh, I guess there's good reason why uh, they have jumped ship because it looks like um, something that is growing. Then uh, the target professionals seem to be um, busy professionals and that's why the corporate gifting solutions are, um, are out there. Like I said, we've been the benefit of those sorts of things. Uh, mom she received some of that stuff when we were little and uh, my wife has received um, a couple uh, one last christmas so um for uh insurance um insurance uh what's it called uh, insurance uh finance houses uh banks uh what else you know those sorts of things people who are thinking about um customer retention yes that's the word people are thinking about customer retention uh, things like that so i guess you know these are the sorts of um solutions that they need or that they think that they need to try and keep um people coming back to them and doing more business with them so getting uh, corporate hampers sent out to organizations or specific um, individuals or maybe even high net worth individuals that you're trying to court so um yeah so uh, there's a market for it that's the target audience and then um okay then of course unique personalized gifts like i said back in the wedding space uh full out hamper i only saw it you know one or two times but then for weddings there's the unique uh, personalized gifts so you have the hats with the uh bride and groom's name on it or the uh, fancy glasses in, in, um, engraved with the mammogram of the couple then let's see what else um bottles of water and wine uh, personalized with the, with the couple's um uh, faces or um did i say mammogram that's the wrong word i think mammogram is a scan for breast cancer but i mean the the thing where you take uh someone's logo or two people's logos or two letters or two initials or somebody's name and then you slam it together to make one uh beautiful um emblem or logo or whatever so that is what i'm trying to describe so um, it's not a mammogram it's uh, uh well hopefully i'll remember before the end of uh, the show 
So yeah, those sorts of things are done as um, weddings. Now, the thing that I found really, really interesting was when I started looking at the kind of business models that operate um, here. And um, of course, like I've mentioned, there's the event-specific thing, which is what I was used to back in my wedding photography days because you see it all around. People are handing out souvenirs, towels, wine, mugs, caps, umbrellas, uh let's see what else uh, i heard about a wedding where they were giving out ipads i heard but i was not there i wish i was there could have grabbed one or two myself uh let's see what else okay and then uh the white labeling that aspect of the business there but the thing that surprised me when it came to business models were um, actually some of these people who uh, run it subscription based now i've not been able to find any nigerian businesses who do this uh, with a subscription based model that is where uh, people sign up. There's a monthly fee, a yearly fee, a whatever X fee. And people receive these gifts, these hampers, these um, uh, party favors or whatever on a periodic basis. And it's curated based on their preferences. So I was surprised to find that out because I just, it didn't, it never occurred to me that people would uh, pay for such a thing. So it's um, interesting, the level of um, ingenuity that comes up um, in uh, business. Then I also tried to do some research around uh, the trends in the industry and it looks like people are beginning to combine um, experiences with the hampers and yeah, that, that makes sense because we already see that in Nigeria back while I was still actively shooting um, weddings. So there will be these uh, personalized gifts or hampers or whatever, but then they'll be given out during cooking classes or maybe wine tasting or the uh what do you call this thing the bridal is it the the hen hen night or the hen stag or the hen something you know that um that party that uh you guys brides that you throw uh two or three days to the wedding so there's combining all these things with experiences so that's a trend that seems to be um growing okay also um what's it called um team is it team bonding office Office team, bonding team, building, you know, those sorts of things. You guys go out, you know, you eat, you do this, you do that. Uh, you receive a small seminar, a pep talk, and then you guys receive um, the uh, the hampers or the gifts um, afterwards. Then there was also um, trends in uh, technology, AI, not surprising, where um, there are already AI-powered um, recommendations. That's for people who offer um, subscription services or who have online gifting platforms. Then AI can also come into the mix, you know, saying that uh, if you liked this and this, uh, then perhaps you should try this um, as a corporate gift or, uh, you know, for people who are of this or this or this profile, you should try this as a corporate gift. Then um, social media marketing is also a trend in the business. Makes sense because, like I said, when I was checking out my uh, friend, I found a whole bunch of them on Instagram. So that only uh, makes sense. So um, let's see. Okay, more research than I did. Okay, I tried to find key players in the business and their established retailers, which also makes sense because back when I was in Lagos, there were departmental stores uh that already had uh, pre-made um uh, souvenirs and gifts um they also exist in abuja like uh, fax um, stores here in uh in apo um with their hampers during christmas there's um celebration celebrations is in lagos in lagos and in abuja uh with the pre-made hampers as well um spa stores also lagos and abuja uh, with their hampers uh which other stores well anyway you catch my drift you know easter christmas you see these things flying around. So um, retailers, yeah, those are some of the players in the market. 
Then, um, let's see what else. Okay, then there are also specialty people who create, um, sorry, curate uh, specialty food stores. Yes, who uh, curate hampers. I guess the Nigerian equivalent would be like um, in Abuja, there's the farmer's market in Meitama. I'm not sure if something similar exists in Lagos or in the east. Um, so in the farmer's market, um, around festive periods, uh, okay, the next one is going to be, okay, Easter, hmm, Okay, let okay to be conservative. Let me say let me say Salah or the Idil Malud. I think that'll be the next one, where if you go to farmers market, you see all those baskets all over the place because people have uh, put together um, oranges, uh, pawpaws, mangoes, uh, you know, and all that stuff. So that would be the uh, Nigeria equivalent or the Abuja equivalent of um, specialty um, food stores. Then, of course, there are also um, online retailers who have a specific niche. Uh, I've seen hampers that are baby related because back when um, wifey and I were still uh, popping our babies, um, you would see uh, stuff like that. You know, a hamper that is put together with uh, diapers and with uh, uh, talcum powder, with uh, what else? Um, uh, nipple cream that's to soothe uh, during breastfeeding. Uh, what else? You know, I'm sure you guys get the gist. Those kinds of things. So, um, but those ones are niche specific, you know, like for babies. Um, what else? Uh, okay, I've seen organic. Yeah, organic. So you can receive something from maybe like something that has, uh, what's this company called? Is it Forever Living? There's a company that makes stuff only out of, um, mm, it's something that's supposed to be healthy and organic and rejuvenating. Um, I can't remember the name, but uh, I'm sure you guys have seen some of them before. You know, there's a hamper Maybe it's full of for, uh, forever living products. So stuff you can eat, stuff you can rub on your body, stuff for the hair, stuff for the face, stuff for your beard, stuff for your lips, stuff for your feet. Um, you get the drift. Then uh, let's see. Well, okay, subscription box companies. Yeah, I spoke about that. I haven't found any Nigerian companies who do that. So if any of you are involved in that sort of business, uh, please hit me up. I'll give my details um, at the end of the show. Um, yeah, it would be nice to have a chat with you guys so that we can share um, your business experience and then also let the good folks listening to this podcast know what kind of opportunities are out there. Uh, then, of course, um, online platforms that connect customers with um, artisans. I couldn't find any, but I'm thinking, I mean, does Etsy operate in... Okay, well, Etsy's a website, so I guess it should be available to Nigerians, but... And if you're a part of that community, then uh, please reach out. Let me know. It would be nice to chat with you and um, get a better sense of what it is that is out there. Then, of course, we've also mentioned corporate gifting services and how event organizers also use branded gifts and promo packages and then um, stuff like that. So I will bring that to a close here. That's pretty much an introduction just so that you guys have a better idea of the space. Because if you're like me and you thought um, hampers, that was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, uh, who gives hampers, um, it's on the decline, uh, whatever. It looks like it's not. It looks like it's a business that has been growing and growing and growing and will continue to grow. So if you're like me and you didn't have the creativity to see how this is a um, viable business and what the opportunities um, are or the opportunities were, then uh, hopefully the little research that I've done should uh, open up your eyes to see that this uh, space is alive and um, thriving. So with... Uh, two introductory episodes out of the way. I think tomorrow we can now go into the nitty gritty of trying to figure out how do you differentiate yourself if you are in this space, in the corporate gifting space, in the hampers um, space, uh, white labeling space, um, the whole thing. 
Now remember, we are using people who make hampers and people who do um, corporate gifting as a case um, study. The goal is not to show these people only how to um, improve their businesses, but the goal is that as we freestyle with ideas, we'll be able to find something that applies to our own unique circumstance, whether it's photography or dental practice or selling catfish or um, creating a kilishi and packaging and selling your kilishi in uh, stores. So the hope is that in tossing around these um, ideas, we're going to come up with principles, frameworks, and practices that apply universally across all businesses. So if you are not involved in this business, do not um, do not avoid the next couple of episodes because you think um, it doesn't apply to you. You definitely will find something that does. Okay, uh, that was the alarm, 15 minutes. Okay, so let me bring it to a close. So... Uh, that's it pretty much for today. Please connect with me on WhatsApp. The number is 080-6466-2140. Again, 080-6466-2140. The country code is plus 234. You're reaching me from outside the shores of Nigeria. Then also connect with me on LinkedIn. Let's have a chat. My name is Tavishima Ayede. I'm the host of the show. You can confirm the correct spelling of my name and my email address from the link where you're currently listening to this episode. Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.